has a new obsession as of this week. Mm. He's learned that he can rip the squeakers out of squeaky toys. <gasps> he just figured it out. And he now every single toy I hand him within half an hour. Nothing's safe. The, the squeaker is out. And oh my God. I'm honestly impressed. Like he's because he's, you know, he's not the smartest bulb and yeah, uh, yeah. the brightest bulb, the smartest bulb. Uh <laughs> But a little bit, I'm like, good for you. You figured out exactly where they are. You've got your little method. Like, this is a great little puzzle for you. For so, sure. And so he knows, like, where to, like, where to rip. Like, that yeah. is impressive. Yeah. I don't know how he's doing it. Uh, because also, we have yeah. so many toys because Crumb, like, all Crumb likes to do with his toys is carry them around and, like, <sighs> maybe lightly chew on them a little. But mostly oh, he just likes boy. to hold them. <laughs> so, obviously, like, we've had like all the same toys since he was a puppy but i'm me so obviously you have to give him new toys constantly so we have way too many and a little bit i'm like thank you cricket like tear some of these up because i i feel weird throwing them away because they're fine but like there's too many (laughs) (laughs) so he's helping me completely declutter i really have to cycle percy's toys because she gets bored so quick yeah so she like and then occasionally, or and she does it herself because she, <laughs> her favorite game is that like you give her a new toy and then she'll play the game of like hiding it somewhere and retrieving it and hiding it and retrieving it. So yes. behind the bookshelf or under the sofa, but then she'll push them under the fridge. And I, I'm like, I'm sorry, like I'm not moving the fridge for you, kid. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not. It's, that's, that's it's so hard and heavy and impossible. <laughs> yeah. So if they're under the fridge, they're gone and you'll mm-hmm. get them when we move. But um, I, like this weekend, I went behind the sofa and like you know it's like a treasure trove yeah. of lost toys she was so excited she's like wow all these things i never thought i'd see again yeah, it's gone forever we yeah. crumb likes to push his ball under thing like it's a game to him he pushes his ball under a thing and then barks at you to go get it it's his favorite game and it's really <laughs> annoying i for a while started putting like little pieces of wood under some of the things that were more annoying because i was like i you're going to keep pushing it under there and then you're going to bark at me and I don't want to deal with it. So now you can't that's push smart. it under. <laughs> and yeah, that's really smart. It was helpful. There's some I still need to do it with, but at least the, like the tiny things, like a fridge and stuff. It's like, I can't get under. It's gone. Like Yeah, for so. sure. Simba is still... Uh, <laughs> Simba is still barking his reflection. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm still getting texts from my mom <laughs> no. being like, I don't know what to do. You have a pet podcast. Help me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, no, I think you're in your own with this one. I get. Curtains. I think that's just a thing dogs do. Like, yeah. I'm so sorry. It's <laughs> so funny, though. I if, I guess, yeah, if anyone has any tips for that yeah, very please. specific problem. <laughs> please. So funny. And it's funny as well, because like it's actually only a problem in the winter months, because in the summer months, Simba's in bed by the time the sun goes down. Oh. Because, you know, when it starts getting dark at, like, 9 or 10. Right. Simba's crate-trained. He loves his crate. At about half eight, he takes himself off. That's so cute. He takes himself off for his nap, and he's he's off. He's away to bed. And so it's only in the winter when it gets dark at, like, 5. Yeah. <laughs> or 4. That it's like, he's like, wait, what? Who's there? Who are you? Why are you here? I didn't, what? Mom, can you see this? Can you see this? Just like on repeat for hours. Um, and then the other thing is that like now it's getting colder. Mum's put him in his little jacket, his little yes. barber jacket, which is just... Love it. So cute, but like ridiculous. Yeah. And 
he does initially just lie down and refuse to move. Right. Yeah. Just lies down, refuses to move when he's got it on. I don't like it. I feel silly. I don't need a coat. I already have one. <laughs> I don't like that we match. Yes. <laughs> and then he'll go up and go on the walk. But initially there's like a lot of drama. Yeah, of like, course. Yeah. Yeah. And sure. Anytime I try to put outfits on the cats, that's they, they do a thing where they're like, I, I'm frozen in place. I'm stiff. <laughs> I can't move. I can't. I've been immobilized. And then Millie will try and back out of it. As if it's Amazing. just on her, you know what I mean? And I love watching her just back up through the entire living room. Just so funny. It's so funny. So and I go, funny. I know it's mean, but it's so funny. <laughs> it is funny. I found a new way of like, um, yeah, Percy's had like a very pouncy week, mm-hmm. which is annoying. <laughs> it's just really annoying. <laughs> um, and like the thing that she'll do is like, She'll pounce on my feet. So Percy has two methods of pouncing. One, which is like, sometimes in the morning, if I'm sleeping in too late, she'll pounce on my head. But it's a very gentle pounce. Like, it's so light. You know, her paws barely touch me. There's no claw involved. And she'll give me like a little kiss on the head or on the nose. So it's like a little boo. (laughs) Ha ha. Wake up, mom. Come on. Like, it's really gentle. Yeah. But... And then she'll be absolutely fine throughout the day. We'll have our play sessions. She'll have her breakfast. She'll have her nap. And then it's around the late afternoon where, and I can't work out like what it is because I know that she's, we've had lots of play. So I don't think that she's necessarily bored, but like Mm -hmm. I'm working. I think she just wants attention and is just maybe being a bit of a diva. Yeah. But that's when she'll like properly pounce on my feet or my lower legs. She's not that, uh, discriminatory about retracting her claws. Right, of course not. And it's nearly always when I'm holding something. <laughs> so like I spill a cup of tea or something. And I and I'm she and I've said this before, she does it because she knows she gets the biggest reaction. Yes. Because I can't not be like, oh my God. Yes. When yeah. when, when the tea is flying <laughs> and she's leaping at me. And it, and she just and like I she runs off. And she gives me this little look over her shoulder. And I'm like, I know I know in your cat brain you're laughing at me. I know yes. you are. Um, and so I'm just not sure how to, like, discourage this behavior. Right. Like, And I- then when I try and ignore her, which is what everyone online says to do. Yes. Like, don't give her the attention. Um, she started... <laughs> so on our bookshelves, there are two books that she's just started, like, tearing the covers <laughs> off. But it's only two... And it's um, my complete works of Shakespeare <laughs> and Infinite Jest, which is by oh, I want to say Mark David Fisher. Foster Wallace. David Foster Wallace. David Foster Wallace. Yeah. So it's Infinite Jest, and it's <laughs> and it's the complete works She's of Shakespeare. Trying to be like, don't be so pretentious. And it is, and it's exactly what it is. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. She's like, I know that you two are English literature graduates, but like, you've never read. <laughs> these books yeah. in the time that I've lived This is here. a bit much, so I'm just going to tear these up. It's a bit much. Like, you've not touched either of these since you graduated. <laughs> they don't need to be here. Donate them. <laughs> Which, obviously, now we can't because she ripped the covers <laughs> off. But it's just really fun. I'm like, at least she's, you know, maybe she's heard me talking about, like, the old white men in, in the literature canon. <laughs> because she, like, she never goes for the Maya Angelou. That's nice. You know, she, she never goes for the Warson Shire. She never goes for the Zora Neale Hurst and the Audre Lorde. It's Straight David Foster Wallace and Shakespeare, so... <laughs> It's for the best, oh, no. honestly. She's it right. Is for the best. She's right. She's she's my kid, you know. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> look, maybe she's also like, if any of my friends come over and they see these books here, it's gonna be embarrassing. Can you please get rid of them? I actually think that's what it is. She's like, everyone's judging you. 
Um, but yeah, if anybody has like particularly pouncy cats, yeah, or or particularly pouncy Bengal, because I do love a pounce as mm-hmm. well. I'd love some advice. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, I do want to normally do this at the end, but I do want to promote that we have a Discord server now. Um, and it's been really fun seeing everyone's pets so far. So if you yes. are on Discord or want to try being on Discord, um, you can, we've, you know, tweeted at the link or if you, I think you search for Comfort Creatures Podcast, it should pop up for you. It's been really great. And I would love to see more people chatting on there. Also, we are also not good at Discord yet. So if you're scared mm. to join, it's a great time because we can mess up using it together. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm I'm so worried about like, because this weekend I was trying to put a picture of P in and it wouldn't work. And then I was like sending it and it was vanishing. And I was like, what if I've just sent like six, six of the same photo into the chat? So like mistakes are going to happen. Yes. We're here for you. It's okay. It's okay. It's, yeah, it's a great <laughs> experimental place. Um, yeah, so join, join that. And uh, also we have... A wonderful guest today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know him from My Favorite Murder, the Percast, See Jurassic Right. We've got Stephen Ray Morris on the show talking about his cat Penny Lane, but also talking about you got you know di- you got to talk about dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. You got to talk mm-hmm. about. I don't want to spoil things too much, but yeah, it's a great. If time. you've got Stephen Ray Morris on a podcast, you know you're talking about cats and dinosaurs, right? Like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's yeah. yeah. So and we do yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was amazing because yeah, it's like a fiberglass cat or something that's like above the shopping center. Yeah, like a little tuxedo. Like it's a cat that looks like it looks like Millie, but it's enormous and fiberglass, and it's above the shopping center. It's yes. great. Right? How yeah. big is like how big is are we talking? Uh, like significantly sized, okay. like bigger than any real cat. Yeah, like big six cat. feet. Okay, great. Yeah, or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a giant cat. That's it's great. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah. It's, it's good. good. It's a big, big cat. Okay, everybody. I guess sort of needs no introduction, but uh, I'll give one anyway. We've got Stephen Ray Morris on the pod. You know him from my favorite murder. You know him from the podcast. You know him from See Jurassic Right, and you know him uh from right now on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yay. Hello. Hi. Hi. How how uh, are you? <laughs> I'm good. It's a Sunday. I'm a little yeah. bit sick, but it's fine. I'm wearing a Heathcliff uh, shirt, you know? I saw yeah, that. Yeah, so it's, it's excellent. It is, is it? excellent. <laughs> you can't see my cat, but she's right there. Oh, my is God. She? Yeah, There's, she's like. The, the light it's, is so bright out. on Stephen's bed that. It just looks like a white uh, sea behind him, but it is in fact a cat. Oh my gosh. She's an angel. Penny. That's little Penny She's Lane. Not. Oh my God, I can see her now. I can see the shape. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, how do she I? Is, that is a spread out cat. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited because I made my bed. So it's like, you know, there's a, there's new fresh spaces to Ooh, sit yes. on, which is very exciting. <laughs> that is really um, exciting. That's a really uh, gorgeous segue you've given us. I think a lot of people already know Penny Lane, but let's pretend that this is the first time they've ever experienced Penny. Tell us, tell us from the beginning. Tell us the origin story. Um, well, Penny Lane is my cat. I mean, she's more of like my roommate, friend, you know. <laughs> yeah. Ba- you know, of course, baby. But um, yeah, she's a 15-year-old tabby cat. She's uh, I like... 
she's orange, but she's not orange like Garfield or Heathcliff. She's like desaturated. Like if you took like mm. the, the the fader like in Photoshop, yes. like fifty percent orange. She's like a creamsicle. Uh, you yes, know? That's, yeah. I, yeah, I call her mm. creamsicle, 50-50 bar. Yeah. <laughs> that's why in the light, she's just kind of disappeared, yes. bit, disappeared yeah. into a ray of sunlight, hasn't she? Like, <laughs> yes, oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. And, yeah, I've had her for, this is, This year would be our 10-year, like, adoptiversary Aww. or whatever. Because she, wow. I got her from my mom, who, when she moved out of California, she wasn't sure what she was going to do, like, live in space so i took her because i was already like looking for a cat and it's like well i already know this cat because this yeah my mom got her when i was in college and yeah so it's been wow. 10 years which is insane because on the percast sarah and i uh my co-host sarah Iyer and i were always or at least to me getting a pet feels like a like felt like the uh, like the first adult thing that i did like when i moved to la yeah totally. so, yeah yeah I feel that's a big like i'm responsible for something that's a huge yes. yeah <laughs> totally we like are like me and my me and my boyfriend like we had a roommate and then the roommate moved out and we got a cat and we were suddenly like oh, we're adults you know yes. like no yeah. roommate and a pet so, yeah yeah totally Mo- yeah moving on up yeah yeah um so then if penny lane was named already then right your mom named yes. her yeah uh, had did you think about renaming her or were you I, I no, I, I just think because I already knew her and Penny Lane, you know, already fit her, yeah. you know, Beatles, yeah. that whole thing. So. <laughs> if you've yeah. heard of them, small band. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so no, I, I, I mean, I think if she had been younger, maybe, but, you know, so I've never actually gotten to name a cat, you know, Whoa. She's, she's the only she's the only cat that I've had as an adult. So. Yeah. Mm. So did you have other pets growing up? Yes, I had we had like a full menagerie of cats and I grew up in Orange County and you know it was the kind of thing where it was like you know I mean you know over the years we've kind of slowly moved our cats indoors in California mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. but this was you know this was where you know you had a few cats and you know sometimes they'd go missing or whatever but yeah. you know yeah it was just like a thing over the years and we also had a, a golden uh, retriever lab mix oh, named Sunny Sunny Very- oh. And she was always afraid of the cats, which I always found very funny. Really? This, yeah, like this big golden retriever lab just being like, uh-oh, that cat is going to, like, murder me if I look at them wrong. Yeah. I really enjoyed the subversion of the stereotype there. Like, Sunny was ahead of the game. She was yeah. like, yeah, we're not going to assign binaries in this household. No, no. No, <laughs> no she, res- she, was, she was respecting those cats, which I liked. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I also, I mean... These aren't pets, but I just have been surrounded by. I feel like everywhere I live, I'm always surrounded by coyotes and stuff. Yes, so, same. You know, <laughs> that's mad. Like I still haven't processed the fact that that's a thing for you guys. Like I, I it doesn't make any sense. I to mean, me. it's. I, I what do you mean you're surrounded by coyotes? You're like, surrounded by foxes. Yeah, that's is what it? I was. Oh, is it? It's, is that comparable? I think so. I mean, they're bigger. <laughs> they're bigger. Yeah, they're but. bigger. But yeah, I mean, even when, because we were just saying uh, before we started podcasting that I lived in the UK, I lived in London for a little bit. And yeah, that was the very exciting thing. Like the first time I was like coming home on a night bus and it was like, (laughs) like, like foxes just seem, coyotes are very like, yo, like foxes feel magical to me. Alexis said the same thing. Alexis, Alexis was in London a few weeks ago and Alexis was like, 
it's a fox and everyone's just continuing as normal as though there's not a fox yeah, yeah. Like, I kept saying annoying, like actually. I feel like he's gonna offer me like a riddle and a quest <laughs> yes <laughs> like coyotes do not have the vibe the coyotes are like very like serious and like don't look at me don't look at me yeah. but they, to me, me they seem like the wild you know like you're in the outback you know like <sighs> They are. They, they're I don't little, know. Like it's yeah. It's like it's the wild west and there's so coyotes feels, yeah. and maybe a mountain lion. Like yeah, yeah they're, they're, they've got a cowboy hat on. Like, yes. Yeah, exactly. That is true. The I mean, I did see it. one eating out of like eating trash the other day. So yeah. they're not as majestic as. Oh, so they're just like foxes, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like so the the cats that you grew up with, um, were they? Did, did they predate your existence or did you get them as you grew up? Because I always find that relationship interesting. Like the baby is born and the cats are already there and they're like, you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you do? Who, who's this? You're I a didn't naked invite cat. you. Yeah, you're a naked cat. Yeah. Uh, my, yeah, my, my parents had two cats when I was born. And then uh, when, like, when I, when we moved or whatever, like at some point, like, they ran away and then we got pebbles and pebbles was truly like the matriarch during the entire, I think she lived for from 1992 to 2007. And whoa. Okay. But like, and we had other, we had other cats in between that again, like, you know, just the the culture of it was so different where it's like, okay, well this cat never came back. It's like, all right, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) it's, it's very strange even talking about it now, thinking about it. Cause it's like that idea that like, if I just let Penny, like she's not even, but like, you know, (laughs) like she's, she has no interest in going outside, but it's just that idea to me just seems just, yeah. yeah, I, I, it doesn't make sense to me right now, you know? So no, I agree. Like I didn't even, this is weird, but like, Growing up when we had dogs, I didn't I didn't know because I was from a small town. We didn't have sidewalks to start like they're just small paved streets. But also, I didn't know you were supposed to pick up dog poop. Like, that's the thing I learned, like, (laughs) older. I remember, like, getting to college and watching people pick up dog poop because, like, I don't know. It just went away. Like, it just rolled into a ditch. It wasn't like a big thing. So there are all these little like pet things as I got older I was like oh okay so cats can stay inside and not get eaten and dog poop you actually pick up with a little bag interesting (laughs) yeah it's definitely where you live as well like here like people still think that having an indoor cat is kind of crazy like I it I would go as far as to say that like so a friend of mine when she was getting her cat she like did like an Instagram poll and was like oh like indoor cats yes or no and she got so many people messaging her being like it's so cruel to keep them inside they are supposed to be outside (laughs) and she was like to get hit by cars and mauled by foxes really like (laughs) you think that's better so and again it's that thing of like if you keep them inside you know you have to play with them and provide them stimulating things in their environment and stuff so and and i think that's kind of like anathema to people as well like yeah. Well, yeah, my my friend yeah. who who wrote a great book this year called Indoor Cat, Laura Moss, she It's perfect. <laughs> it's this it's but it's exactly what you said. It's this idea that it's like at some point we were all like let's bring our pets indoors and then it was like, well, you have to there's more work to be done. You can't just bring them inside yeah. and be like, "All right, we're good." Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, it's I I feel like it this idea has 
changed literally before our eyes in the last 15 years. So, totally. you know, we're, we're still learning. We're still figuring it out. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there is more leash trained cats now more than ever. Yes. Yeah, and cats in little sure. backpacks and like, I yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> but even in the last like three years, like over, I would say over COVID particularly, like a lot of people, I guess, started leash training their cats maybe to have an excuse to be able to like go out and about more. Like <laughs> yeah. in London as well, like there was, there were like restrictions on when you could go out and for how long. So I think people were like, okay, I don't have a dog to walk. So I will walk <laughs> the cat. I will teach the cat to walk. So I will, and like at the beginning yeah. of the pandemic, I would walk my cat and like, I have a Bengal, so I kind of have to. <gasps> um, oh yeah, you yeah. got us, you got us, so Stephen. I'll go get her yeah. in a sack. But um, <sighs> so I ha- I kind of have to walk her. I say that now that she's a bit older. When she was a kitten, she loved it. Now we take her out and she just sits on the grass and looks at me like, I can't believe you've brought me out here where it's cold and dirty. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, but at the beginning, people were like, you're insane. Like, you're the crazy cat lady of Peckham with your cat and the rucksack and the leash. Like, people couldn't <laughs> believe it. And now everyone's doing it. And I'm like, see, see, I told you. <laughs> Trendsetter, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we're just figuring out new ways to, to, I mean, I feel like people understand cats a lot more now. I mean, you know, cats were just, I mean, cats don't want to be understood. You no, know, that's we're true. Sort that's their like, whole thing. You know, <laughs> holding on to them like, let me go. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think we're, I think we're figuring, figuring them out a little bit. Um, yeah. So, okay. Sure. So are you only, only cat person? Like, would you branch no, out into dogs? Would you branch out to lizards, bunnies, geckos? I mean, I really want a fish tank, but okay. I just feel like oh. <laughs> I, I mean, it's funny because it's like a cat is a mammal and <laughs> I feel like technically more complex, but a fish tank feels like I could just kill every, kill all the fish in like one go. And be like, yes. Oh, oh no. <laughs> you know, no, it's just like, all I, gone. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I would definitely like a dog. And I what I love about LA is it's a pretty dog-friendly city. And yeah. so over the like 10, 11 years that I've lived here, I've gotten to hang out with a lot of dogs. A lot mm. of offices were dog friendly. My so good cool. friend my good friend Krista, she I'm her her dog is my godchild, Agatha Barkness, oh, I call her. Gorgeous. Um Excellent. who's a, a pug and boxer mix. And so you know, so I feel like I do get I, I do love all animals. Yeah. And so mm. I I just don't think I could I could personally have a dog for now, but yeah. I mean mm. I definitely would like one with yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. I like the idea of a fish tank. I would really like, yeah, some kind of terrarium. I find looking at like water and stuff really soothing. I do think my Bengal would just <laughs> smash it open and eat the insides yeah. of that. Of that I think tank. you would make like it's like a puzzle box for your cat. Puzzle feeder. Yeah. <laughs> it's really nice of you to get that for <laughs> Persephone. But. This is very exciting. Look at all the interesting things I have to do. Yeah. Yes. Just because she's like do. not totally afraid of water. So it's, no, she likes oh, wow. water. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't like the shower. Like that's the thing we've realized lately. Like when I'm in the shower, she comes in, but then she stands at the door and meows at me, like really concerned. Like she's worried I'm being harmed. But then Aww. when I'm in the bath, she'll come and sit on the side of the bath and like put her paws in. So really? Like, oh, yeah. that's so cute. Yeah, it is. But she, oh. um, yeah, the shower really freaks her out. I don't know if it's the sound. I mean, it's, it's, it's so a funny. bit, it's like really um, intense. You know what I mean? It's it not is, just like, I'll oh, touch the water. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're being assaulted by <laughs> yeah, water, tiny yeah. little streams. Um, so can you tell us about like Penny Lane's personality? Well, you know? she, 
She is, I, her Instagram is Diva Cheetah. Amazing. Uh, that I don't update very often. I should do it more. But I I feel like at some point along the way, I my, my cat has an intimidating presence, which I love. That I, I weirdly, de- it, we, it weirdly developed over the years where we even did for like her adoptiversary this year, we did a whole episode that was almost like a VH1 Divas where I had a bunch of people, like friends and past guests call in and talk about their experiences with her, like meeting Obsessed. her. And yeah. it was just this very consistent thing where it was like, oh, like Penny, I'm going to meet Penny. Like it was just very, and, yeah. you know, I, I feel like she's kind of like our icons, you know, Mariah Carey, mm-hmm. Beyonce, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And I guess what I've realized, you know, recently is that like, it's much better to have an intimidating presence. And then when you meet her, she's really sweet and nice yeah. and friendly and sociable than the other way around. So, yeah. Which, I, Ella, your cat is kind of the opposite. 100%. Well, I don't know. I feel like she has an intimidating presence as well. Oh, and then you meet her and she isn't sweet at all. Like, my my cats are, like, because I got her in COVID. So the first two years-ish of her life, like, nobody came over. Yeah. So when, you, when we take her on walks, she's quite good with people, like, out and about. But when people come in the house, she's like... She's just like, I don't understand what you mean by the by bringing all of these strangers into my territory. <laughs> I did not consent to this. I did not agree. Send them away. So, yeah, she's just not friendly at all, which I don't know. I go back and forth on it being like hilarious. Like sometimes I'm like, I wish you were one of those like TikTok cuddly sweet babies <laughs> that like curls up on people's necks. But also... When I have friends, particularly like male friends, <laughs> oh. particularly straight yeah. male friends who are like, I'm great with cats. And then they come over and they're not great with my cat. I do get a bit of joy. That, you know? That's hilarious. I mean, I just feel like you cats. I feel like a big part of the appeal of cats is that, you know, there there is like a like a push and a pull and, you know, you have to respect them and, yeah. you know. I definitely want to pick up every cat, but I know that I can't. And, you know, I mean, they're a lesson and they have strong boundaries. Yes. And if you don't like respecting boundaries, then cats aren't always for you. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Do you, oh, um, does Penny Lane, is Penny Lane a snuggler? Well, yeah, it's, that's what's been honestly very nice. And again, this, this was like, you know, our 10 year adoptiversary, this was a big year and a lot lot of reflection in that regard. And (laughs) it's just very funny because when I first got her, oh, hello. Oh, look. Say hi. Come say hi. hi. Oh Oh, my God. Hi, Penny Lane. Oh my God. I literally feel like I'm on Zoom with a celebrity. (laughs) Look at her. Um, Look. So again, she's 15. Yeah. She was born in 2007. (gasps) Is that how that works out with the math? Something like that. But um, not people to ask. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. (laughs) Yeah, but but when I first got her again, because I had a little bit of a relationship with her, like when I went home from college, I would see her at my mom's, and it was the thing of like when I first got her, she would like sleep at the end of the bed. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at this point now, like we sleep, like she'll sleep under my yeah. arm and I'll literally like fall asleep. <laughs> like we'll literally fall asleep, like cuddled up together. Yes. And it's, I don't know. I'm just very like, uh, it, it's, it's not something I ever really expected or needed from her. And so the fact that I have that with her is just, you know, yeah. I just feel like I've been more appreciative of it lately, you know? Yeah. So I mean, especially it's actually getting cold in LA. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. I think maybe that's part of it. She's just like, who who are you? I'm just using you for warmth. (laughs) Here's the thing. I know it sounds crazy. It's not that cold, but the temperature drop at night from the daytime Mm -hmm. makes Mm -hmm. it impossible to know uh, (laughs) how to dress. Yes. It's like yeah. t-shirt weather and then it is coat weather and it's really confusing being here right now. I mean, but yeah, your coat weather is light jacket weather. Yeah, it Alexis, is. Yeah. It is, you know, 100%. Coat weather for me is like thermals, six layers. You know? Let's see what's I mean, it going to be. I, yeah, I lived in London when there was that huge blizzard. Oh my God. You were people, here for the beast from the east? Yeah, I, I thankfully didn't get stuck on one of the overground trains on the way home. Awful. People were like trapped in trains overnight in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. <laughs> oh, she's just gone back to sleep. She's so I cute. I know. Oh, look at her. <laughs> she's just like, <laughs> yeah, she, she's, yeah, I mean, because she is small. And so that's always that thing of like, you know, you want to cuddle with your cat. But I don't know. I, you just are afraid you're going to roll over them at something at night. But she's very just like, move, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> she, she she rules the roost here, basically. Yeah, a hundred. Yeah, is that not all cats though? Like, I don't know. Everybody that we've had on or that I've ever spoke to that has a cat is like, yeah, I have back problems because yes. my cat sleeps how they want to sleep, and then I fit in around them. Yes, that's <laughs> so, very true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on just a second. Uh, we're gonna have a little break, and then we'll be right back with more Stephen Ray Morris. I'm sure you've noticed how giant corporations are controlling more and more about what we consume, whether it's our food, our news, or even the shows we enjoy. The Greatest Generation is a show that stands up to Big Star Trek and says no. We can laugh about costumes that fit too tightly in the groin area. We can make a Star Trek podcast that's basically only about that. The Greatest Generation. The show for free and independent thinkers about Star Trek. And the groins of different costumes. Reviewing every episode in order. So subscribe to The Greatest Generation on MaximumFun.org. You'll be doing your part in telling the Star Trek industrial complex that they can't control your mind. Hi, it's Kevin from MaxFunHQ. This year for Giving Tuesday, we're inviting you to a super fun tarot event. It's got some of your favorite Max Fun hosts, and it's for a great cause. Join Depression Mode's John Moe, Carrie Poppy of Ono, Ross and Carrie, Stuart Wellington from The Flop House, Tom Lum from Let's Learn Everything, and Ellen Weatherford of Just the Zoo of Us. Your suggested $10 donation supports National Casa GAL and their work advocating for kids in foster care. That's this Giving Tuesday, November 29th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Check out MaximumFun.org slash events for more information and tickets to The Tarot Show with John Moe. Growing up, because I, I know you're a big dinosaur person, obviously. Mm-hmm. Do you think, because Ella and I both as kids like really fixated on on all animals do you think yours was the dinosaur version of that i well i mean i i definitely did like all animals as well too you know i think i feel like there's a lot of 
you know, you have your classic jobs and then marine biologist is also yes. like thrown into the mix. Always. A lot. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to you train know? dolphins for sure. And it's like, I wanted why? to be a marine biologist for ages. <laughs> yeah. And I do not, I was not good at science. <laughs> I mean, it's just like a very funny thing where it is, uh, where like, why is, of any scientist job, like, why is that the specific one? But I think it is this idea of getting to like study and look at animals. So I feel like that's what like, liking dinosaurs, mm-hmm. liking sharks and dolphins and whales. And, uh, but I mean, I love, you know, zoo books, you know, all oh, that stuff. Like, yes. I, I mean, I was pretty obsessed with animals. I was not really obsessed with like farm animals and stuff like that. Yeah. I think cause I was, I like, I feel like I was scared of horses growing up, oh, Yeah, but, um, but you know, I always admired from afar, <laughs> no matter, <laughs> no matter what kind of animal it was. Well, especially when you're like, zoo books and things like that where you're like looking at these like exotic animals and stuff and you're like I don't have time for cows and chickens like there are yeah. like echidnas yeah. around and we're not even talking yeah. about echidnas like yeah well, sure. and, and I always am like like get out of here Pokemon giraffes are like way weirder than yes. any, you know yeah. like our, our, the animals in our world are yeah. always so weird and it's just and I feel like it's that thing of every few years we're like wait what like wait when did this animal come yeah. to existence like yeah that's how I felt I about that, that tiny cat you sent me the other day, Ella. The that like tiny. Oh, um, it's oh a, my god! What is it called? The, it's like the smallest cat. Wild exists. cat. Oh, it's like the Fisher cat, or there's there's <sighs> yeah. like the the sand cat, which I the think is like so the ancestor of all domesticated cats. I think, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> and it's like it's technically oh. a big cat, the rusty spotted cat. Yes. Oh yeah. The rusty spotted cat, and it's like when you see it in like context of like leaves, it's like dragging like all the pictures of it like dragging leaves along, and it's the same size as the leaf, it's and it's tiny. a cat, and you're like, how did you survive? Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is smaller you know? than a house cat. Yes. Yeah. It's like squirrel it's size. So literally tiny. Yeah. yeah. Fourteen to nineteen inches. Wow. Tiny. So Whoa. small. So yeah, I agree with you. Was there um were there particular dinosaurs that you were uh, like uh, you have well, a favorite? Yeah, I'm a I'm a big softie, so I like the long boys, <laughs> the long necks. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Slinky Is that where ladies. The giraffe, the giraffe love comes from. Yes, that too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. any any sauropod, so you know, Brachiosaurus, Apatosaurus, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. I also loved all the duckbill dinosaurs because they had like cool Yeah headgear you know parasaurolophus so yeah very. um yeah i i mean i do obviously like a good t-rex or velociraptor but i've always been much more of a herbivore mm-hmm. loving uh person i always forget the name of my favorite dinosaur which is obnoxious but it's the the underwater the underwater long neck one plesiosaurus, plesiosaurus. yeah Love them. Oh, yeah. Love them. <laughs> quiz me yeah, yes. they are cool <laughs> <laughs> they are really cool actually yeah i i and I couldn't tell you why other than I had a toy of one as a kid. And I was like, this is the best one because I have yeah. it. <laughs> but- yeah. Oh, I, and I like, I mean, I think I like sauropods too. Cause there's just something, you know, they're the biggest dinosaurs. Yeah. So there's something just very like impressive and majestic and, you know, kind of like, almost, I feel like as a child, it's almost like it gives you kind of context for like, Oh, the world's so much bigger, you know? Yeah. So I think there's a little bit of that to it as well. We, so. we talked about this before but i i sometimes have to remind myself that dinosaurs were real like <laughs> i think of them in the same way as just like another yeah. like unicorns dinosaurs like of crazy same. stuff and then i go wait <laughs> wait you go to a museum and it's like these were here 
No, that's silly. They're too <laughs> Get big. Get out of here. This is too big. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's just there's so many and it's yeah. it, it's that part of your brain where you're like, you know, it's almost like you fizzle out because you're just like to try and comprehend it all is is I mean, it's a lot, especially <laughs> like the concentration of like fossils found in Los Angeles specifically. It's so weird to just be like, they're just dinosaurs hanging out here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Going to, you know, uh, going to LACMA. Yeah, going, going, to, <laughs> going to the Getty. Go, Americana in <laughs> yes, the Grove. You they know. love the Americana brand. They are obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is really difficult to, yeah. I agree with you. Like, I think of them as, like, dragons. Like, they don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think, but then I'm also like, oh, so dinosaurs existed and you're telling me dragons d- didn't really? That's, that sounds like a lie to me. Well, <laughs> and, and also, I mean, it's... Shocking that humans and dinosaurs didn't exist together. No, uh, but it's that thing of like you know because they because we didn't exist at any time with them. Yeah. That it that does add to the like fantastical quality yes. that feels unreal yeah. about them. Kind of thing. And how? Because obviously, like all the pictures we've seen of dinosaurs are the, in, are theoretical, right? Like nobody. Like, it's not like there's ever a photo of a dinosaur <laughs> right. that someone has then. What I'm saying is like, yeah. how? Because, because okay, obviously yeah. I know that there's science and there's fossils and we've got like full dinosaur skeletons, really. Yeah. Yes. But we still don't know, no, do we? That well, like, they looked exactly like we think they looked. For sure. And that, I mean, that's, I mean, it feels like that's the kind of thing I've noticed just even doing the Jurassic podcast where it is like every few years people um what is it called there's a concept called shrink wrapping where you know if you took a dog skeleton or a cat skeleton and you just like drew what it the skeleton looked like you would miss so many things like the drawings of cats and dogs like where they're shrink wrapped like the idea of like how people used to draw dinosaurs (laughs) it's like oh, we're all in a horrifying Cthulhu land with yeah. all these creatures. And it's like, yeah, because we didn't account for fur, for the things that don't fossilize, that don't, that, yeah. don't keep. So I feel like recently, or at least in the last, you know, 20, 30 years, like people are being like, yeah, like you have to kind of imagine like, yeah, like beyond just the shrink wrap of like a skeleton. And, and I believe that we've at least found some partial like, um, not mummified dinosaurs, but just sort of like, you know, bits preserved. and pieces of skin. Yeah. yeah more pre- we found more preserved skin more recently and things like that. And, uh, you know, so it's like, and then it's also that thing of like, where I feel like you're, you're right. Cause it's this idea of like, how do we know? And it's almost like, well, dinosaurs are birds and reptiles. So maybe mm. if we apply what birds and yeah. lizards look like now, we can get close to maybe, but you know, we, I mean, we really, you can't really know hundred yeah. percent. We were, cause we were watching that show, weren't we Alexis <laughs> yeah. on, um, Apple TV called, what's it called again? Uh, it was like the, dinosaur. it was like the Attenborough one, but it was dinosaurs and it was like, all Prehistoric, sci- Prehistoric planet. Yes. Yep. Um, and <laughs> nice. it's amazing. <laughs> Great. Yeah, Just pull, pulled that out. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh. <laughs> and it's amazing. And like, it does seem fantastical. Like you're looking at it and you're like, this looks like Avatar. Like this doesn't look like a real place that exists. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so part of me was like, how, how do they know? Like, was that the mating call of that thing? Yeah. Like, and I, and then, yeah, they, I guess they like extrapolate what that thing has now become. <laughs> Have you? And then they're like. 
seen Oh, the bird that now exists that descended from this dinosaur sounds like this. Yes. So maybe it sounds but it is yeah. still interesting to think that there might be quite a lot that we're wrong about, you know? Yeah. No, totally. Have you seen those um <laughs> drawings that people have done being like, wait, you know how we always make fun of T-Rexes for having tiny arms? Yeah. And the ones that people have done where they go, or it was wings. And like they look at the bones and like re-put it. And it's like, it. we might just be wrong about those being arms the whole time. Yeah. And I think that's, I love the idea of scientists like, no, I, I'm convinced that there's a scientist that knows. And he's like, oh man, we thought that they had tiny hands this whole time. But actually those are just the base of their wings. But we can't tell anyone because it's too embarrassing. <laughs> well, I mean, but that's the big, that's the big debate um, over the years within uh, Jurassic Park fans yeah. because, you know, we're nostalgic for this franchise that represented dinosaurs in a certain way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as science has evolved, it's like s- certain things were very wrong yeah. in the movie, even though it was a great representation of dinosaurs at the time. Mm. But there's this argument of like, well, we want it to look like that, but isn't Jurassic Park in the spirit of science, so shouldn't we update it? And so it's right. been this kind of, it's been like a huge, there's definitely like, being in that community it's like there is that there's that heart those hardliners of like you know all feathers um <laughs> what is it it's like this thing called pronated arms where like dinosaurs don't actually or like um velociraptors yes. and t-rexes and things like that they don't they're not like grabbing boobs you know they're actually <laughs> their hands are actually like this right because they didn't they didn't have wrist so they're like Holding their hands out. I'm trying to like describe this for a podcast. What? You know what I mean? It's like dinosaurs are shown, or like T Rexes and stuff are always shown like stalking. Yeah. But it's like, but that's such an impractical way to have your hands also. Like this doesn't really help you. Yeah, because I guess this is like crushing nuts and stuff like you could eat and then, but that's blown (laughs) my mind. And, and, you know, again, I'm not a paleontologist or anything. Did you just say they didn't have wrists? Uh, well, I feel like they their wrists didn't move. I mean, again, I'm not yeah. 100% like correct they, on this. Maybe they didn't have the, the range that the, Yeah, the twist. Yes, yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. even the fact that they, they weren't walking around like doing a thriller <laughs> like thing. Like a nose for us, two like, hands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that this isn't... We're, I, this is an audio medium, so just for context, we're doing thriller boob grab hands. Yes. Like, that's what we're indicating. And that is apparently not how a T-Rex... <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, they could hold two slushies. Like, right, basically. yeah. It's, yeah, it's nice, nice. <laughs> but yeah, it's stuff like that where it's, it's, you know, those are the little things that uh, people care about sometimes. And other times it's like, well, this is just, you know, because we want that dinosaur to like jump out and grab you. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, it's just, it's just interesting again, because it is, I mean, there's also like uh, a very funny story about a paleontologist who like, put the head on the butt and the tail on like the back. And then his rival like called him out and he like ran out of the museum. Like, oh, like <laughs> no. so like so embarrassed, you know, like there's a lot of stuff like that, you know, where, you know, there's been mix ups. And, yeah. And I mean, you over have the to. There's a, it's a it's a puzzle, but no one has the like answer key. So you're like, yeah. maybe this like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's like that's a great way to think of it. Yeah. Do you have any other favorite animals while we're here well i have this in front of me oh it's God. um it's an okapi yeah. or okapi oh. and and so they're actually my favorite animal of all time i'm getting ahead of the question on the show but uh i they are basically related to uh the giraffe what they're the they? only yeah. the, they're the only other relative of the giraffe it's 
they essentially it almost you know because people say they look like zebras because they basically have zebra stripes on the butt but just imagine a giraffe that has a short neck Mm -hmm. and is then like um you know, like in video games when it's like a like a reskin. It's like mm. instead of giraffe spots, it's uh like chocolatey velvet with zebra stripes on the butt. Yeah. They ta- like I would these, say the most wait, one of these called <laughs> I've literally never. Oh Okapi yeah. or Okapi. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm looking them up. Yes. They're just so gorgeous yeah. and <gasps> I mean and the babies are just so cute. I don't think I'm looking at the babies. Could they are talk about a Pokemon in real life though? Like yeah, exactly. It does look like you just picked. Same with like, I I put them in the same category as platypus, where it's like you just globbed a bunch of other animals together and are like, here's one. Like, yeah, how does this? I go? literally cannot believe this is a real animal that I've <laughs> never seen before. They they only live in the Congo and like in a particular forest. I always call them the giraffes goth uh, older they cousin. They really are. It's because, Tim Burton does giraffes. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> they basically, you know, the giraffes in Africa were like on the plains, so they had the tall necks and everything. And then the, the um, uh, Okapi like moved into the forest, so they had to like shorten their neck yeah. and like blend in and everything like that. And yeah, I've been re- I've been fascinated with them for oh, I guess almost ten years now because I. I used to have a San Diego uh, zoo pass and mm. I would go a lot when I first moved to LA and I did a behind the scenes tour and I got to meet one and pet one. Oh. And you <gasps> what know, was it I, like? I, yeah. I mean, it, you know, talk about magical creatures yeah. like a fox, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, it was this, um, there was a mom and then her like moody teen. And then I like held my hand out and then it like, you know, <gasps> let me pet it. And it felt like a black light poster. And, oh my God. I was going to ask what it felt like. Yes. Velvet. Yeah, it felt like a black light, like a velvety black light poster. And <laughs> Amazing. I don't know. I just, I, I, I've been trying to, and you know, or at least like trying to do more animal conservation, like yeah. how to get involved in that sort of thing. And so, yeah, the copy has really made me like kind of led me on that idea of, you know, because it, it is like, you know, our world is so crazy and deforestation and all that stuff. And yeah, I, I just really like the copy because they're just very like. They're sort of like again, like the sauropod dinosaurs. They're like sort of gentle giants. Yeah, and, definitely. How how big are they since you've seen them in real life? I mean, they're uh, like a full grown adult is taller than me. Oh wow! Okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Or, yeah, I think like, like yeah, horse like, horse sized. Big, than bigger than horse. Oh wow! So, yeah, because they have like the sloping back like a giraffe, you know, whereas a horse right. is like flat. Wow. They kind of slope up. And they have like a long purple tongue, like a giraffe. Yeah. Um, yeah. They also and their ears. Oh, go ahead. Okay. No, I was just gonna say their ears are just big and flappy. And I was cute. just gonna, I was just gonna yeah. point out because I'm looking at I, I googled Okapi babies because I've never done that before, oh. and I love oh, that they clearly they have really to grow cute? into their ears. Yeah, they're so cute. Their ears are too big for their little heads. Yeah. It's just <laughs> oh, how do you carry you? how do you carry all that ear? Yeah. Like, look at those big ears. Yeah. <gasps> Oh my god, that's so cute. They also, right? their white faces give them like it's it has a cool like I'm wearing my skull on the outside vibe. Yes. You know, yeah. It's yeah. really cool. It is kind of goth. Yeah. You're right. It is a kind of goth giraffe vibe. <laughs> and they're, you know, they're very solitary creatures and stuff. So it is this thing like they're kind of cool and mysterious. Yeah. And... So okay, because you know our big question. So wow. is this the animal you you think you'd be if you were an animal? Well, it's um, I love that question because in my I think it's been in my Twitter bio 
maybe or like in all my bios yeah. since like 2013, which is like Okapi in my next life. Oh. Like that's what I I just relate to them a lot. Yeah. And yeah, that I definitely would be. In it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're just chilling in the forest, yeah, you're eating yeah. leaves, you know, you kind of like, you have a lot of time to yourself and you can kind of just think and you have you know, a strong aesthetic. And, it's <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have a vibe, yeah. you know, like. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I would definitely. I mean, you know, obviously being a cat would be fun and relaxing. Sure. And, I mean, especially look at Penny. She's just a big old loaf. Like that uh, does look, it's a good, it's a good life for a house cat, isn't it? I think this yeah. all the time. I'm like, you guys did well. Yeah. Coming and, back as one of them. Yeah. I mean, I think in, in some ways I wonder if like, yeah, if there was like reincarnation, I feel like some people would be like, oh my gosh, I, I turned into a cat. And other people would be like, oh, dang, like I turned into a cat, you know? Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, it could, it could be, you know, I mean, I don't. I mean, she seems bored all the time, but at the same time, she seems like I like I like doing nothing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They yeah. seem very content with it. But yeah, that like the idea of like I'm a house cat, but like I could be in a copy. I could be like in the forest and like doing majestic animal stuff. I don't know what I yeah. prefer, mm. but also yeah. they don't have soft little couches. So it's a hard no, trade off. They don't. <laughs> But they've got yeah. the big ears. They're so cute. Ugh, their ears are so good. <laughs> uh, They're amazing. Um, where we kind of already said it, but if people want more Stephen Ray Morris, where should they find you? Oh well, you can uh, find me at Stephen Ray Morris on you know all the socials. Mm -hmm. Assuming Twitter's still around by the time this <laughs> yeah, comes <we'll> out. See. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can. I mean, you can listen to the percast and see Jurassic Right. Mm -hmm. You know, see Jurassic Right is Jurassic Park, but it's also dinosaurs. But it's also like museum yeah. stuff and in other animals. And uh, you know, in the percast, actually, we interviewed um, a representative of the Okapi Conservation Whoa. Project. Well, because because you know, again, like I, I love this podcast because you guys can talk about all animals. Mm -hmm. And the thing we've been doing on the percast is it's been i think seven years now yeah, we started in 2015 wow. every, every year on april fools we do uh we basically do another animal yeah and yeah. so we we, cool. we changed the we changed the name of the podcast it's like uh the gur cast for dogs um <laughs> we, we had lisa hannawald on for horses yes. that yeah, yes. cast like yeah. and it's just and you know it's a, april fool sucks but at, at the same time for us it's like well this joke's on you this is actually just a fun opportunity to talk about other animals yes. so yes. like so we did an Okapi episode this year with, and just talked with a, a conservation member there. And, oh, that's wonderful. Um, that's amazing. Th those episodes are a lot of fun. Again, I, I obviously love cats. I've, I've put a lot of <laughs> stake in the cat corner, but, uh, you know, yeah. I love all animals. You're kind of so. like the cat guy, I would say. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah podcasting for sure. Like, yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. It's like, it's like Jackson Galaxy and then it's Stephen Ray Morris. You know what I mean? I'll, like, I'll take that. I'll take the that. cat guys. I love it. <laughs> I he's who I Google when my cat is being like more than her usual kind of <laughs> like um but otherwise she's cool. I'll go I'll go get her. Yeah, you should, yeah. Yeah, you should see. Oh my gosh, what a beautiful cat. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Like you just have a little leopard. No, yeah. I I'm, don't I know it. <laughs> well, Stephen, thank you so much for being our guest. Yeah, this was so thank much you fun. So much. That was fun. That was wonderful. I love Stephen. He's a He's sweetie great. pie, and a, and I love. I, he was really there to answer all of our dinosaur trivia that I didn't mean to quiz him on. It was an accident. Know, but he's so knowledgeable, isn't yeah. he? 
<laughs> like he he would give like the actual names, and I was like, you know, I'm talking about flappy guys with with, with weird elbows. I'm talking and- about lo- lo- long neck swimmer dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> Ella, you saw a cute thing in the Discord server. I did. I'm freaking out over the gecko family in our Discord server. <laughs> I am obsessed with this. I want a gecko. Would my cat eat a gecko if yes. I she would? Wouldn't she? Absolutely. Oh my god! Is there well, a way I could get a gecko? And I'm going to work on this plan. But there is the cutest little gecko. It's a little orange baby. They're called Papaya. Look at that little face. Papaya is such a good name so for a little good. orange gecko as well. I'm losing it. Ella is in tears. Oh. <laughs> they're so cute geckos and frogs like they just have the cutest happiest little faces yeah, they're i just want to kiss them <laughs> yeah they're so smiley so yes Ooh. please join us on disc on discord for some some gecko joy okay i got a pitch uh i've got a new uh fairy tale pitch which is instead of kissing a frog you kiss a gecko and <gasps> what do you think happens i don't know oh my god what would you turn into if you kissed a gecko i don't know maybe um but what does the what does is it a gecko do you you kiss the gecko and it becomes a handsome something Uh, okay successful lawyer (laughs) successful lawyer (laughs) i was trying to think of a more practical (laughs) a prince what am i gonna do with a prince (laughs) true yeah they're not trained in anything (laughs) a doctor maybe (laughs) a marine biologist a marine biologist you get a marine biologist from a gecko you get a marine absolutely everyone's favorite career I will start working on the pitch yes. uh, to my editors. <laughs> um, in the meantime, in addition to Discord, you can also find us on uh, Twitter at Sea Creatures Pod and on Instagram at Comfort Creatures Podcast and email us your ready pet goes at Comfort Creatures at MaximumFun.org. Yeah. And those are all the things. Those are you're getting so good at doing those. Thanks. Every time I'm worried that it's wrong, but yeah, this is a little behind the scenes. I stopped looking at. I had a little cheat sheet for these, and I've stopped looking at it. So I'm just doing it from memory. Yeah. I think you're doing right. really well. Thanks. It's it's impressive. I like. I never do it, and I, at first I think we were going to alternate, but you've got so good, and now you know it off by heart. I'm like, let's continue. Here's that. The thing. Eventually, fine. you'll do it because what's going to happen is I'm going to have a weird stumbling moment like I uh, am want to do <laughs> and you're going to have to pick it up for me. <laughs> and then I'll have to learn them off by heart. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, in the, mean, in the meantime, nope. Uh, I've been Alexis B. Preston. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been Ellen McLeod. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported